you think about the Liam Neeson, like doing the like Qui-Gon Jinn and like voice when he's just like, all right, what are we doing today, boys? So grizzled. He's an old pirate. Hello, where you go? Oh, there's always a bigger fish. That's what he should have done. He should have done Qui-Gon Jinn as a pirate. Because then when they asked him his name, he would have been like, I'm Qui-Gon. I hope that was fun. You were frozen the whole time. But you could hear me, right? No. Oh, I did this great pirate joke. There's a story behind everything from batteries and knives to glue and string. I'll share with you these forgotten things you find lying in a junk drawer. Hey there, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Junk Drawer. I am one of your hosts, Kevin Alvis. I was taking a sip. Why did you do that right when I was taking a sip? Because it's always fun for me to do that while you're drinking. Well, I didn't have fun. And if I don't have fun and you have fun, then only one person's having fun. And that's right. not very fair. But it's We agreed. We were going to be cool. Hey, there's times where you're having fun and I'm not, so it balances out. And then no, we'll have fun I together. always make sure I have fun exactly when you're having fun all the time all every you don't know it because i have you it's like you know that like find my iphone yeah. app on your computer i have a find my kevin oh, did you air tag my my pants i or air tagged your balls <laughs> do, do i have an air Boom. tag in my throat Dude, remember when we were at that party and i shot you in the balls and you were like ow <gasps> is that what, the what that is that's what uh, that was. i was wondering where that third <laughs> why, why there was a giant disc in my scrotum uh, my name is Josh, and I did not shoot Kevin in his balls. <laughs> thank God. Thank God. I would never do that to anyone, unless they had it coming. Unless they had it coming. Because I'll find you. <laughs> uh, Josh, uh, I think we've started a new year, and I think it's time to uh, officially call this uh, the first episode of season two. Ooh, is this season two? We're oh, in things season are going to get weird. It's super duper weird. Someone's, someone's going to die. Oh, a mystery. That'll be fun. Speaking of mysteries, we just sol solved the mystery. I don't have the mental fortitude to write a mystery. Oh, come on. Because like 20 minutes into like writing the first fucking chapter, I'd be like, as ah, the fucking, it was her husband. <laughs> just, anyway. Is, they did it. So they just, just go over there. Um, well, let's see. How do we do this? Now we're in season two. We introduce ourselves. To oh, yeah. What are you drinking, Josh? Uh, I am drinking a Vizzy. A what? A Vizzy a hard Vizzy. seltzer. All right. I'm actually not drinking. I'm actually having coffee. <laughs> if I was drinking, though, what I'd be drinking was a cool, delicious beer from our delicious sponsor, Howard Street Brewing. Howard Street Brewing, where it's going on. 1617 yeah. West Howard Street in Chicago. <laughs> Go by and drink some of their beers. They're delicious. Howard Street Brewing, where it's going on. 1617 West Howard. There's your You're welcome, Chuck. There's your there commercial, you Chuck. There's your commercial, Chuck. Um, That'll be five thousand American dollars, please. Uh, we introduced, we drank, we talked about Chuck. I think it's time to fucking see what intern Craig's Ooh. got for season two. Intern Craig, hey man, welcome to season two. Oh God, he's a zombie. Ah! Ah! What the hell is it? Yep. Oh, my goodness, Joshua. Oh, my goodness. Here's a little throwback he for you. used my full name, Joshua. I'm going to get lucky. Joshua, here's a little throwback for you. Temporary tattoo. Tempe tats! What? Just kidding. No one ever called them that. We're going to call them that. people hashtag, called them Tempe tats. Hashtag Tempe tats from now on. No, I hashtag hate it. Viva I hate it. La Tempe tat. 
tippy oh, tippy tap. There is a high schooler out there that's like cool. I'm like, no, it isn't. No, no, no. That's fine. But actually, a high schooler, hey, it is cool. You run with it. You be you. And if you think that's cool, hashtag tippy tat. Um, Temp tats, man. I love these growing up. I fucking loved, which is probably a reason why I have real tattoos now, is but I used to get these temporary tattoos all the time. And uh, man, big, big find in my junk drawer, uh, especially out of my grandmother's house. Uh, of course, because Your grandmother was awesome. My grandmother was awesome because my grandmother always had snacks, and you get those in cereals and stuff like that. So, well, I think that's like uh, that's like required yeah. by law that if you are a grandmother, you are required to have certain snacks. Absolutely, absolutely. Just like, but some grandmas only do like the bare minimum, and that's cool. That's fine. But like they're putting in the, they're putting in the time. It's just like oh, just a big old ashtray filled with candies. Mm. I'm all right. No, I don't know. I love that. I filled in my hours. <laughs> uh, now call me Gam Gam and tell me I'm wonderful. Yo, Gammy, you're the best. Uh, Tim, Tim Tats uh, have actually been around for quite a while. Um, let's start off with like some types of temporary tattoos that you might find these days. Mermaid. Mermaid. There's mermaid. Merperson. <laughs> Not pictures of the tattoos. Types of tattoos. Arm. Yeah. <laughs> I'd like to get one of those arm tattoos, please. <laughs> Sir, I'd like your finest arm tattoo. Your finest arm tattoo. Get out. <laughs> oh, Clancy Brown. Oh, Clancy Brown. No, you did tattoos. <laughs> I do everything. Get out. <laughs> Decal style temporary tattoos. These are like press-on tattoos that you can decorate your body on. And those could last like for a day or up to a week. So those are the ones you see like on kids' arms like two weeks after they put it on. And it's just like the back end of like a Batman's cape that's still on there or some shit like that. Little, what were those called again? What would you call just them? decal style. They're like decal. Decal. Style. Like a, okay. like a, or, or decal. How do you say it? I'm, not, I'm from the South. So we say decal. Oh, it wasn't because of your pronunciation. Oh, gotcha. I just felt like you might be, that might be a question on the quiz later. Because I came prepared because this is season two. Uh, there's another type is they have uh, what they call metallic jewelry tattoos. Uh, and these are like... That just sounds like mercury poison. Right. That sounds like some old 50s style death. Um, <laughs> this is an asbestos chew. <laughs> just go ahead in the back jaw. Just chow on it all day. Um, these are foil temporary tattoos. And they're like... They're like uh, decal styles, but it's instead it's um, the instead of like a sticker, it's more it's a it's foil that they've printed on and put stamp on the back. So it's like Ooh. those reflective stickers that you get to metallic. Who's got that kind of money? Where what fucking roller rink arcade are you going to? Fucking Dave and Buster's? How old are you? Get out of here! Those are uh, actual foil. I never realized that they were actual foil, and they're uh, coated in plastic and the stuff on there. So it's got to be great for your skin. Got to be great for your skin. <laughs> Uh, speaking of great for your skin, there's also airbrush temporary tattoos. Oh, yeah. We know an airbrush artist here in Chicago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And these, are, I mean, it's pretty simple. You know, everybody kind of knows, what, should know what airbrushing is. So they just slap a stencil on you, psst, 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 spray some layers yeah. and blah, blah, boom. And you've got an awesome ta- uh, tattoo that'll come off easily with rubbing alcohol or a baby oil. Oh, these oil. are temporary. This would not be what... Well, I guess... So our friend Bonnie Bones works in the haunt industry. She uses the same type of makeup and airbrush styles, just uh, freehand instead of using them on uh, like a, a stencil. So we technically then know a tattoo artist. We know an amazing airbrush tattoo makeup horror artist, Bonnie Bones. Check her out. Uh, and then, of course, there's henna temporary tattoos. Oh, I've never uh, heard of it. Never Could you heard please of it. tell me that, about it 
please? Could you take some pictures of it for your Instagram? It's a plant-derived substance, which is painted on the skin, staining it reddish so orange to brown color. So old and grumpy. <laughs> oh, is that your henna tattoo? Nice. Do you also have a recipe for kombucha? <laughs> Fun. Did you make fucking bread this week? I, uh, wow. One of the facts that I found out about henna was that due to the time-consuming application process, it is a relatively poor option for children. <laughs> I think children in general are a very poor option for children. Oh, pretty much, pretty much. They are expensive. Uh, now, henna is actually one of the oldest forms of temporary tattoos, but the ones we're talking about are like the ones that we used to have when we were kids that you'd put on your skin. They're like cartoon Decal characters. Decal style. Right, things like that. Even further back, those are the ones we're talking about. So looking back at the history of... Who invented this temporary tattoo? Was it a pirate? No, actually, it's a little shrouded in mystery. I thought you were going to say a little girl for a hot second. It was a little girl. She was three years old. She was haunted! No one really knows who the person was that started temporary tattoos. We only know that the temporary tattoos that started as we know them today began in 1912... Because they came from Cracker Jacks. What? In 1912, Cracker Jacks started the prize in every box campaign. Because they'd already been around for a little bit. And then they decided, let's do this thing where we give everybody a prize. So it was like miniatures. They'd have like little riddle books, uh, decoder rings. And that's when they started putting in temporary tattoos. So this was actually not invented by a person. It was invented by a corporation. These original temporary tattoos were uh, pieces of paper that a picture was drawn on using food coloring. I never realized that's what it was. And then you would wet your skin with either water or spit, and you'd stick it face down, and that food color would transfer onto your skin. This is one of the few toys that activates with your disgusting mouth spit. You have to, you remember doing this? You you lick your arm like, and you'd always lick like, like a a, a huge square, way bigger than you need to get all the corners on it down and nice and tight. And, but but you just lick and fucking all the gross off your arm just to get this piece of paper onto you. And it was was that the original intention? Like they wanted you to lick it or, cause I'm assuming it was just like, no, get it wet. No, no, it's, it's get it wet. But I mean, lunatic, if you're out in, out in the wild and you don't have a canteen with you and you got to get that temp tattoo on your arm, that's how spit, that's how the spit came along. God, just thinking about that grosses me out totally forever. Gross. But I do it. If someone's like, here's a temporary tattoo, it's like, oh, cool, Batman. Yep. And I just put it on my arm. But I'd literally just lick my arm mm-hmm. right in front of you. Yep, gross. It's gross. Wouldn't even think that there are other ways to do like this. Like just stopping by a water fountain. You know, yeah. something. Or a sink. Yeah. So 1912 is when these really kind of launched out and people fucking kind of fell in love with them because they're easy for kids. They're fun. You know, it's got that... Like we've always talked about that weird kind of magic science in that time frame, you know, that people were really oh, into yeah. when people believed science. Um, and they would put, you know, have During fun the with Depression, it. we right. might have. Um, so became very popular, um, stuck around. Uh, and then in the 1950s, this, oh, I'm so sorry. I want to go back for a second because uh, I was very happy with this phrase. These are all big points on the Temp Tat timeline. <laughs> Did you make that up? Yes, the Tip Tat timeline. It's hard to say, but the, the TTT. It's better than it's better than Tempy Taps. But the Tempy Tap Tappy Tap timeline. Tippy Tap. So team our, t- our our big point on our Tip Tap timeline, 1912. They're introduced Ugh. through Cracker Jacks from a company. Now we jump forward on the Tip Tat 
timeline to the <laughs> 1950s. They started becoming more popular in the 1950s because companies started then making sheets of them. So there you'd have a bunch of different tattoos on one sheet that you could cut out and do yourself. And those were only selling for like a penny. And it was the same thing. It was all food coloring pictures. It was all on paper and you'd fucking get your shit wet and you put it on there and boom. But now you could buy multiple. That, that was the actual instruction. Pretty much on the back. And then yeah, boom. Yeah, get all your shit wet. Yeah, just get your shit wet. Um, but the thing about those uh, sheets is that some people believed there was never really like a clear like who started it. They just a company was putting them out, and people believed that that company was also owned by Cracker Jack, and they were just making the Cracker Jack tattoos and then putting them out in bulk and making extra money. Ooh, oh wow, that's some bullshit, right? Uh, so like, is it like who gets affected by that? It's just those corporate assholes, just greedy corporate bastards. Is yeah, all. but we want that. Though. I know we want that tattoo. Right, we want it. I want to watch. The fucking Mandalorian, and I'm gonna give Disney money. But don't you know it's you have to be also upset with people when you give them money? I'm mad about oh, this. Oh, yeah, I hate I'm giving anyone anything yeah. or talking to anyone. Right. It's terrible. So, uh, 1950s. All right, now we're jumping on the tip tap timeline. Tip tap timeline. <laughs> now we're shooting up to the 1970s. There was another burst of uh, popularity in the tip tats because uh, Cracker Jack started dabbling in baseball cards so they were oh, yeah. putting temp tats in the baseball cards but they were also making the temp tats look like baseball cards that had the player or the logo or whatever so that was the temporary tattoo was the player's picture that you could put on your arm oh. and it was during the 70s baseball was that was the sport you know football wasn't really a thing uh baseball 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 so super popular all the kids just collected well, cards and stuff so baseball was like what the sport that like the kids were into mm -hmm. right because mm -hmm. like football was around like you right. had a lot of legendary football moments but that was for dads clancy brown you still here I forgive you, boys. Now get on my back. We're going to run up this hill. <laughs> uh, so the 70s blew up some more because of the baseball card industry. Now we're jumping ahead to what really has made Temp Tats, temp tats today. And that's the 1980s. This was the big evolution and the huge jump in popularity for temporary tattoos. Okay, Several things happened in the 80s that got this shit going, right? First one, Ole Hansen. He's a world-famous tattooist, tattoo artist in Copenhagen. He teamed up with a company called the Dandy Novelty Company, and they started producing temporary tattoos of his designs. So the tattoos were starting to look more like real tattoos instead of just pictures going on your skin. So that blew up, uh, and they were the same kind of uh, food coloring style. But also, too, these were cool because they had um, wordless instructions on the back. You've seen you've seen those temporary tattoos where it was just pictures of like you wet right. and blah blah. So, in my opinion, that helped because you don't have to worry about language barriers now. You can sell them across the world, no matter who you oh, are, where not. you are. You can fucking understand how to put this thing on, and you can just ship them out all over and make more money off of it. Another big jump in the 80s for temp tattoos was actually because of Hollywood. Because Hollywood Shocker. was looking for temporary tattoos that would go Money. on faster and easier because they were all being hand-painted on. So there was this inventor named Keith R. Relia from St. Joseph, Wisconsin. He shows up and then teamed up with 
the Minnesota Mining and Manufacturing Company. Hey, our buddies. Our old buddies over the 3M hey. Company who made our scotch tape. They yep. then worked together to start printing pictures and designs on translucent film that could then be transferred to the body. And that makes them more realistic. Uh, you can put them in better places and you can recreate them faster every day on set. They wash off, you put them right back in the same spot because it's just like a little sticker. And so they That's moved cool. away from that co- the, the food coloring stuff into more of that decal style. Thanks to a, he- a hefty handy hand job, hefty hand <laughs> Fifth handshake. Yes. From tr- from 3M. Thanks, 3M. Scotchy tapes. Scotchy uh, tapes. In the 80s also came the scratch and sniff temporary tattoos. Oh, I hate that. Uh, I hate I've never even heard oh, of yeah, that. I, I hate had it. some of those. It was like the stickers, you know, just a tat- temp tattoo. And I just found this out as well. I never understood how they worked, but apparently they are coated with something that's called a micro fragrance material. And that micro-fragrance material is created by the one and only Minnesota Mining and Manufacturing Company. Also really? 3M, baby! Yes. Triple M, So man, 3M has really been advancing the world of Tempe Tats. So, of course, now, uh, now a bunch of different tattoo artists are working with companies helping to design more realistic t- temporary tattoos. And right now, uh, the, the best, it sounds like the best of the best, is this company called Official Tattoo Brand, and that's by J.D. Crow. Uh, they are uh, considered the Cadillac of temporary tattoos. What? And they're sold under the name Paper Tattoos. And thanks to uh, a new patent on the film used for these temporary tattoos, their popularity as body decorations are at all-time high because they look the most realistic, they last the longest, and, you know, some people want to test drive a tattoo, see if they like it, see if they're going to want something oh, on their body. that's smart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, that's, uh, that's kind of temporary tattoos. They've been around for a bit. They've had a, <laughs> a long, evolving life. Uh, thanks to our buddies at 3M. God, Triple M for the win Triple again. M for the win. Josh, what do we do after uh, we learn stuff about temporary tattoos? I get a temporary tattoo of this wizard with a knife. There you go. That's covered in lightning. That's good. Uh, no, actually. Wizard with a lightning knife. Actually, it's uh, page eight. Yay! Yay! Uh, now, with page eight, all of a sudden my Google doesn't give me pa- options for pages at the bottom anymore. So what I did is I just scrolled down to the said load more, and I did that eight times. <laughs> so that's now the new page eight. I mean, I feel like the, the math checks out there, Kevin. I uh, found an uh, article on useless etymology. <laughs> and <laughs> I don't know why that made me laugh. It's not funny. No. It just, but this <laughs> useless etymology just sounds like a really dumb class that I would totally take in, in college. Uh, this article is called The Etymology of Decal and Cockamamie. Love it. And they're saying... This is my fucking jam. That, that <laughs> decals are often vinyl, peel, and stick. Today, other variation involves screen print, <laughs> blah, 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 blah. And it's sure. just... They're talking about that the words... Oh, because it's because uh, the products were intended for children who might be having trouble pr- pronouncing decalicomania. Which is yeah, because we can't even fucking right. But it. that's the name of their de- the word 
decal back then was called the process or whatever they had was called Declamania. And then they were trying to market to kids. So the, the kids couldn't pronounce it. So they went with cockamamies. <laughs> what? And so that's what been, that's been a slang for uh, anything wacky, strange or unusual or nonsensical ever since. So, so uh, cock, they were called temporary cockamamies. Pretty much. I hated saying oh, yeah, that. It's all crazy. So if you want to go to useless etymology, Find the etymology of decal. Also, and uh, useless etymology will be playing at the Metro next week. For sure, for sure, for sure. Get ready. Are you ready to understand where the word brag comes from? <laughs> no. So that's probably Latin for dickhead. Oh, SpongeBob. Hey. No, uh, Strong Bad. Strong Bad. Hey, you stupid crap for crap. Hey guys, you're stupid. You're full of crap. <laughs> God, I love him. Uh, so that, my friend, is Tempe Tats. Tempe Tats. Triple M inspired. Triple M is like fucking Tony Stark, man. They like they are the Iron Man of the gadget industry. What? I mean, come on. God, I love them so much. Are we done then? Are we done? So we did pay that. Yep, we did pay That's eight? it. That's all we got to do. I'm just going to get on my Divi bike. Oh, no, no. Hold on. Wait. Go, Before you hop on that, we got one more thing to do. What's that? I think it's time for a. Uh... quiz. Shit. Yeah, that's right. Now it's time for some questions. Uh, Damn it. By the way, I, I, I found the uh, soundboard for the applause again. And, oh, yeah. And apparently it's dying. Listen. Oh, So we need to get a new soundboard. So we're going to start a Kickstarter to get a new soundboard, everybody. All right, Josh, you ready? Yes. Number one. Okay. In what year was the prize in every box campaign started with Cracker Jacks, also giving us the birth of the Tempe Tat? 1950-something. I just can't remember what it is. Is that your final answer? Yeah. Wop 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 wop. The prize in every box campaign started in 1912. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, I say that and I'm like rearranging the timeline in my head now. I'm like, oh yeah, okay. Okay, gotcha. Oh, I gotcha. I gotcha. You kids with ADHD know what I'm doing. <laughs> um, in the 80s, Tippy Tats were changed because of Hollywood. And this inventor, who teamed up with 3M to make the most realistic-looking tattoos of our time. Uh, it wasn't Ole Hansen. It was the other guy. Uh, uh, J... Ugh, JD something. Is that your final answer? Yeah, I can't remember. Wop, 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 That was Keith R. Railia. Oh, man, right. 0 for 2. All right, here we go. Not a good Gotta day. Gotta go for number three here. Totally expected, as previously stated, because we are hungover. Mm-hmm. Very, very. This is not a shock. Not a shock at all. Uh, last question. Here we go. You got to get this hit one me, right. Hit me, hit me with it. Oh, fucking smack me in the face with it. My safe word is stop. <laughs> Copenhagen tattooist Ole Hansen teamed up with yes. what company to produce new temporary tattoos? Featuring his was it, work, was it? It was 3M, right? Is that your final answer? Yeah, it's my final answer. Wop wop wop. What? Wah. It wasn't 3M. It was the was Dandy it? Novelty Company. The Dandy Novelty Company. Oh my oh, the goodness! The whole reason we were googling him. Oh, zero for three. You, that's the someone. That is a that's first. the first time. That is, a first. that is a first time. That shows you how how, how ham 
We oh, went last ham. minute. Ham. Um, wow, dudes. <laughs> you guys want some ham? <laughs> <laughs> so that's temporary tattoos. Um, wow. I, I, I like the fact that I learned uh, that that's just food coloring. Never knew that. That's wild. Yeah, so that's what we've been licking ourselves all these, all these years. So yeah, You know what kids really love to do? What? Lick their arms. I mean, yeah, that makes sense. Wouldn't it be better if there was some chemicals? Just love watching kids lick their arms. Oh, God. God. What? I, what? Hate, I hate that. Um, Josh, any Mr. Thank yous? Um, I want to thank Chuck at Howard Street Brewing He's Company because I want to be the one to do it this yeah, time because you always do oh, it. Because you always forget. Um, I always, I always want to thank Jason Moody because mm-hmm. he gave us our theme song. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to thank Kevin hey, for being Kevin. I want to thank Chuck for throwing a party last night. I want to thank everyone I see today. Yeah, it's, let's, I'm going to thank everyone. Thank My Mr. Thank you, thank you is for everyone. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. And to piggyback on that, I'd also like to Mr. Thank you, everyone as well. And Josh yep. and my lovely wife and uh, all you listening. Hey, everybody. If you Oh, here's a little plug, too. Let's do a plug. First off, you can Ooh. always go see Josh on Saturdays if you're in Chicago at the Green Mill, as he is Chad the Bird. Uh, at, I just waved at the Zoom camera like we were recording I'm right this. here. Uh, oh, what God, time does the paper machete start at the Green Mill? Three o'clock at the Green Mill, but always get there by two. Because otherwise you won't get a seat. It's a very crowded. But go see Josh as Chad the Bird. Green Mill, three o'clock every Saturday. It's a free show. The bar's amazing. Uh, and then also, I've recently started a new storytelling show in Chicago that's actually taking place at Howard Street Brewing Company the last Tuesday of every month. It's called Based on a True Story. And I ask storytellers and writers to give me a true personal story, but take that, turn it into fiction. Write your own little tall tale. Tell your story however you want to. Maybe it's got some dragons. Maybe it's got some pirates. I don't know. But then you just fucking write that up. And then we're going to turn that into a podcast coming out soon. So come see it. It's a pay-what-you-can show. Uh, Electronic payments only. We take Zelle. We take Venmo. And uh, cards only at the bar. So Can Can we say, hey, listeners, we will have temporary tattoos there? Ooh, hopefully, maybe. Maybe, yeah, we'll get some big talk and some junk drawer uh, temporary tattoos. If we could oh, we just... don't have to have, not those. I'm just oh. saying we were going to go buy a bunch of shitty ones from Walgreens. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah, here you go. Yeah, come on out. Get a free temporary tattoo. We're we not can... going to do merch yet. We're not We're not there yet. Our whole podcast is about junk. We're just Our merch at, is everywhere. We're just at arm licking stage right now. So everybody come <laughs> out. We're going to have an arm licking at the show. It's going to be great. So, uh, But uh, yeah, no, big Mr. Thank you to everybody. Uh, please pass along the word about this show. Um, uh, follow and like Big Talk Podcast. Come to our website, bigtalkchicago.com. Uh, we're going to have some new shows coming out soon as well, too. Um, and uh, going to have a lot of fucking fun. So, yeah. I think that's. I think we did it all. We missed your thank you to everything, and your beard looks great. You've been combing the fuck out of it this whole time, and it, it is gets itchy if immaculate. you don't. Immaculate. Do I like your sandalwood comb. It's pretty great. I'm trying to work really hard on becoming a wizard, mm-hmm. and I just feel like doing this podcast is getting me closer. I think so too. You just found that great temporary tattoo of the wizard. You could get a temp tattoo of yourself as a wizard on you as a wizard. Oh, that's a great idea. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's for the grams. There you go. You're welcome, kids. You're welcome, kids. <laughs> Lick your arms. Kevin and Josh will reveal a lot about all of the stuff that you forgot. Some of it may come as quite a shock, it's just lying in your junk drawer. Blah, blah, blah. Big talk.